Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. This is episode number 21, recorded on March the 14th, 2019. For today, we have John Dortch from the Preston Joan Group on the program. Thank you for joining us today, John. Thank you for inviting me. John, uh, I know a lot of people have heard about the Preston Joan Group. Uh, what exactly uh, uh, do you do with the, with the group, and, and how do you work with the community? Well, we do a lot to the community. I started the Preston Joan Group in May of 2004, and uh, a lot of people say, well, the name Preston Joan, what does that mean? Well, my middle name is Preston, and the middle name of my female partner is Joan, <laughs> and uh, we'll be 15 years in May. We are a management uh, consulting company, and we consult with various clients, usually small clients, in the area of uh, primarily human resources, but development of managers and supervisors. Well, John, you've been around for a while, and uh, anybody who's involved uh, in uh, the city of Fort Wayne as far as the social service delivery system or, or business applications or health care, uh, just about everybody knows uh, John Dorch. Uh, you've got experience in, in financial management, as I mentioned, health care, uh, conflict investigation and mediation. Uh, so your, your portfolio, your resume is, is unbelievable. Um, describe the significance of those areas. I mean, why have you chosen those areas to, you know, to work and, and to consult in? Uh, how, do you, how have you been able to help out individuals and businesses uh, in those areas? Well, thank you. Uh, I worked for the Internal Revenue. A lot of people didn't know it when I first got right out of college for two years. And uh, that was gave me a lot of uh, uh, information and knowledge in the area of finance. Uh, in the area of uh, management, I came to Fort Wayne with the International Harvester. I started there uh, as a PDT, Personnel Development Trainee. Uh, learning all about HR and personnel development. Mm -hmm. I left them after three years, and I went to Parkview Hospital and started there as an assistant director of HR mm -hmm. and went through five promotions. In the last 15 years, I was a VP of Employee Relations Human Resources, and uh, I'm one of those that like challenges. So I decided to start my own business only because of the fact uh, I felt if I could be successful in business, I could help others uh, become successful. Most businesses fail within the first three to five years, mm -hmm. usually in the area of finance or in the area of employee relations. You know, you don't handle the money right, you hire the wrong people, and all mm -hmm. of that. So I do a lot of that with my consulting. So as part of that, they all intertwine or interact, you know, finance, people, and it will help you really to be successful. A part of that, obviously, is uh, the networking of businesses as well. And I know that you, uh, uh, you oversee the Black Chamber of Commerce. And part of, the, or part of their objective, I know, is to, is to get businesses together to, to uh, share with one another uh, their, their successes and their challenges. And as the head of that organization, uh, how, how do you see it progressing in the city of Fort Wayne? I've been able to, to uh, accompany you on a, a couple of occasions and, and met with some of the members, but uh, uh, 
how do you see it going, and what are some of your goals for 2019? Uh, the Black Chamber of Commerce, we started uh, nine years ago. I was very familiar with the uh, Black Chamber out of Nashville, Tennessee, where I went to college. And I've been one that's always been inquisitive to know about things. So when I came to Fort Wayne, it was something that I thought that uh, we should have. So myself and two other partners went to Toledo, Ohio, that was a black chamber there that had been in existence for 15 years. <laughs> we came back and we started it, as I stated, nine years ago. Uh, we've had our struggles and uh, our problems, but I must say that uh, over the last year, we're beginning to really move and, and, and make some improvements in things we've done. This year, we're going for... Um, uh, interaction networking because I'm big on networking. Mm -hmm. We just re we're going to do four this year. We just recently had one, and uh, uh, we talked about how to get elected and the importance of <laughs> getting elected and when should you start. You just don't wait until uh, the month before there's an election. <laughs> you start a year, eighteen months prior to. Right. So our next one will be on mental health, in which a lot of people, especially in the minority community, shy away from mm -hmm. mental health. That will be our next networking, which will be mm -hmm. in May. So, and we ha we bring in a speaker, and we had uh, about forty people at the at the one oh, that very we good. just recently yeah. uh, recently had, and we had Dr. Downs there, mm -hmm. Dr. Mike Downs, who sure. spoke at that one, right. who was very very good, uh -huh. been around for a long time. So this year, with that and with the networking functions that we have planned, I think, uh, as I stated before this year, I think that's going to make a difference and get the word out that the chamber is, uh, is on the move. Okay. We also have uh, several people that we have written business plans for, mm -hmm. uh, and they are just beginning to try to find a location, and, and they are all minorities, and think about how to... Uh, how to become a successful entrepreneur. And one of the things that we want to do is teach people how to become a successful in, uh, entrepreneur. One of our board members, the president of the Three Rivers uh, Credit Union, is Don Coates, mm -hmm. and he's on there and uh, has offered some good, uh, good advice and help in that arena. Undoubtedly, the Black Chamber of Commerce is filling a void, really, in this community that's existed for quite some time, and that is the recognition of the the businesses that are currently present and those that are are growing in the in the Black community. But uh, beyond the Black Chamber of Commerce, you also own the the Penta Group, uh, and this is a, a minority uh, entrepreneurial center on South Calhoun. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, too? I think you've got seven or eight or nine businesses uh, in that facility now. Yes, uh, Mr. Mayor. Uh, four years ago, I was driving down the street in this building, uh, 2513 South Calhoun, right north of Alberto's, the restaurant. Uh -huh. It was vacant and up for an auction. So uh, I called two of my friends and said, you know, uh, I think this is a building we should buy. And they said, well, what are you going to do with it? I said, well, I don't know. I think we should buy it. <laughs> so we bought it uh, at an auction. Uh, I'm the uh, president and CEO of it, the Penta 
Minority CS Group. CS stands for Calhoun Street Group. <laughs> uh, so we, we thought we'd give it a neat name. Uh-huh. And now, so what we did, that was four years ago. For the first two years, we spent time uh, renovating it, remodeling it, and have turned it into a, a, a business that now accommodate eight tenants that are renting office space from us, and they do not pay any utilities. We also have three uh, conference rooms in there that are named after uh, living black physicians, Dr. Al McGee, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Emery uh, Butler, you know, named, named after her, and Dr. Michelle Collins-Austin and her husband, who's a physician also. So any tenant that's in there do not pay to use the conference room either. So right now, uh, the tenants are, are really loving it. We have a 26-year-old in there who is a sports agent. <laughs> and uh, she's a graduate of Indiana Tech and is very involved in the WNBA wow. sports agent. She's only 26 years old. We have a 78-year-old in there who's a seamstress and a clothing tailor and all of mm-hmm. who's been in business over 20-some years doing extremely well. NAACP is there. They needed an office. Martin Luther King is there. The Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity is in there. Well, now we have Ink Spot in there, <laughs> a newspaper that just started. And uh, we have a, a masseuse, a massage therapist in there. And uh, Chocolate Kinks and Curls have been there, but they will be moving out because they've outgrown their space. But now we have a mental health therapist that uh, want to come in, which I think is uh, very, very good. Well, John, you mentioned uh, Fort Wayne Ink Spot. Now, that's a paper that you started uh, about a year or so ago, maybe? A year ago. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Ink Spot? Well, it was a newspaper, a minority newspaper, Frost, that had been in existence for 50 years. And Mr. Ed Smith was the owner. And he, uh, due to health reasons, uh, so it went out in October of 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought about it and thought about it. Well, uh, should <laughs> we or do we need or know what the newspaper? Which uh, the last thing I needed to do because I don't know anything about newspapers. <laughs> so uh, as of March of last year, I uh, decided to start uh, Fort Wayne Ink Spot. Um, one morning at 2 o'clock in the morning, I woke up and because uh, I had to think of a name for it, and I said, <laughs> okay, Fort Wayne Ink Spot. So I talked to my attorney, and he uh, did a run on it to find and make sure that mm-hmm. was the right name, or no one else had that name. So we did it, and uh, the, my managing editor had worked for uh, Frost, and also the gentleman that does the graphic art design had worked for uh, Frost. We have right now... Uh, Close to 500 subscribers. I would love to have 1,000 by the end of the year, uh, but it is growing, and uh, we're getting a lot of positive comments on it. One of the things that people do not know, uh, it comes out every other week. I give the jail 40 free papers, uh, 80 a month, mm-hmm. uh, 40 every other week. Right. Uh, I got an email from the sheriff, said that it's one of the most positive papers that he's oh. seen. I give the uh, rescue mission 40 every other mm-hmm. week. I give the Allen County Juvenile Center uh, 40 every other week and the women's shelter 
40 papers, which is 80 papers a month, mm -hmm. uh, pay for those by sponsorship mm -hmm. or, or whatever. And the reason to pick those four areas is that usually people that's in those areas are confined right. uh, through the hard times or whatever might have happened. But I had a lady at the women's shelter said she was in her room one day feeling depressed and came to the lobby and saw the paper. And after reading it, she said, you know what, I'm going to change my life once I get wow. out of here. And that, those are the stories we want to hear. That's what we mm -hmm. want to have happen. And that's the whole intention of Fort Wayne Ink Spot. Well, you know, John, you mentioned that you didn't know anything about newspapers, but uh, you did author an article for uh, Fort Wayne Magazine, uh, Fathering for the Future. And obviously, you had something in mind when you wrote that article. Uh, there, we have some challenges in our community uh, with appropriate father. But why don't you tell us a little bit about that article? Why did you write it? I, uh, John Christian, who's the editor of Fort Wayne Magazine, um, I wrote a book nine years ago. In my father's house, these were the rules. And basically, it's about my father because so much has been written about uh, minority males and their fathers and not a positive relationship, which a lot of that is true. So John and I got to talking about it and said, you know, uh, something would you be interested in doing is that uh, helping put together an article on uh, fathers, black fathers and their sons. Mm -hmm. So in January, we made the front cover and on the inside cover of it, uh, it's uh, stories about uh, fathers and their sons, including myself. Although my father died in 1983, uh, he still used some examples from my book mm -hmm. uh, about uh, fatherhood. Since that has come out, now I got a lot of people talking to me about uh, fatherhood on a fatherhood program. Mm -hmm. uh, may I know we have uh, a lot going on. We have. Uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters, we right. have Boys and Girls Club, and then we have the uh, uh, United Program with the Ten Point Coalition. Right. I look at all of these like uh, uh, a cake. When you make a cake, uh, you just don't put sugar in it. Uh -huh. you, you got flour, you got the spices, all of these ingredients go in and make a great cake. Mm -hmm. Well, the same as the fatherhood. You know, you got the Boys and Girls Club, you got Big Brothers Big Sisters, you got the Ten Point coalition and then fatherhood is a key component mm -hmm. to go into that violence program right. to try to make a difference. So that's why that's why I did it. John, uh, just in this short period of time, uh, I've, I've realized that you have your fingers in a number of different parts of this community, whether it's, it's owning businesses, uh, doing consulting, owning buildings, uh, authoring uh, articles, uh, publishing a paper, you've really uh, spread yourself out uh, throughout this community with a number of different ventures. And uh, so I need to ask you, uh, since you've been in this community a long time and you've participated in a number of different offerings uh, throughout the community, what, what do you think is going well in Fort Wayne and what areas do you think we should improve on? That's a very good question. Uh, I really like uh, Fort Wayne. I had the opportunity when I graduated from college, and I've had the opportunity since I've been here to go elsewhere. But I like Fort Wayne uh, 
one, I know people say things about the crime rate, but uh, I was just in Atlanta and Charlotte. Uh, you could talk about the crime rate, but for our size and benchmark against other cities, uh, we're still low. Mm -hmm. So I really, really like what uh, you are doing, Mayor. Over the last number of years you've been here, each year there's been progress, not every four years. Mm -hmm. Each year there's been progress. So uh, with the crime that's going on, a lot of it is domestic, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. uh, those are ve that's very, very hard yeah. to beat. Uh, the unemployment is one of the lowest mm -hmm. that you will find. There's jobs every place, mm -hmm. anyone that want to go work. Uh, if a person, they want to live, they work in, they can live any place they want to in the city. Mm -hmm. If they want a job, they can work any place, provided they have the skills and the education. Mm -hmm. One of the chapters in my book talk about get a skill or get an education. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of things I like, a lot of things that's upcoming. Uh, I went on a trip to uh, Grand Rapids with 41 of us to look at the, the river, mm -hmm. what they're doing, the riverfront. That's go, is coming up and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, would like to see uh, more happening with the Southeast, and I know he worked very hard. We've talked about it. The chamber has been involved. Uh, we've talked to a lot of areas, trying to get them to move out mm -hmm. here. I think it will eventually happen. It, some mm -hmm. things take time. Right. It took time to get the things that are in existence now. It didn't happen overnight. Agreed. Uh, so the city is on the move. A lot of people now are wanting to move here because a lot of good things are happening in, in Fort Wayne. Uh, with the tin caps, <laughs> right. you know, people love that. Mm -hmm. With the new Clyde Theater, right. you know, been there, have enjoyed it, going uh, to, a, to a program that uh, I believe is in April. You <laughs> know, great, great. Uh, that whole area really turned around. And as I said, with the South and Calhoun Street, what's happening on Calhoun. Mm -hmm. I know a couple of friends is looking at some buildings there. These are minorities, and a couple of my women that's looking at uh, opening up businesses there. Those are opportunities. That's a comfort level. People feel very comfortable in doing this, and people can become successful. I have also helped a number of people. That's one of the things I believe in doing, trying to help people move from point A to B to C, whatever. John, it seems to me, and I'm sure to the listening public, uh, all you do is work. Uh, do, you, uh, do you have any free time? And if so, what do you do with your free time? Very good question, <laughs> Mr. Uh, I'm, I'm type A personality. That's quite uh, obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I do like uh, uh, being involved. And I do have a family. I just came back from Atlanta. I was visiting my youngest daughter, who's doing uh, very well there. And uh, I do try to take time off to uh, uh, to do some things. Was uh, in Mexico in uh, December last year, two years ago. Was in the Dominican. Uh, I think two years before that was in Rio, Brazil. So uh, I think that's important. Uh, last year it was in uh, this. This month, it was in Tampa, Florida, uh, both vacation and business, you know. So I do, and I do like to travel. I like to read. I, I, I read all the time. And uh, I like listening to some music. So I know you have to have the downtime. Right. 
but uh, I even went to a health therapist once because I don't like to sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, when you sleep, it's a sound sleep. As long as it's sound sleep, you should be okay. So I feel good about that. Good. I feel good. Good. Well, you look great, John. And again, I've known you for a long time. And uh, for those listeners in the community that have never had a chance to meet with you i know how old you are uh but you don't look anything uh like the age that people that you are so it's uh you've kept yourself young looking and i think it's because you never stop uh, except to perhaps sleep for a few hours and i guess there's some there's some wisdom in keeping yourself you keeping yourself busy uh, that is all the time we have for today. But, John, if, if someone wanted to learn more about the Preston Joan Group, uh, where can they get more information? They can just call me, area code 260-437-6596, and my email is j.dorch at prestonjoan.com. Thank you very much for joining us for a few minutes today, and I want to thank uh, you, the listeners, for joining us. We'll be back soon for another conversation on the exciting momentum that's happening in Fort Wayne. That's all for now. I'm Mayor Tom Henry. Have a great day.